Hey lovely, you're listening to the She Dreams All Day podcast with your gal pal and fellow introvert, Mia Brox. That's me, by the way. This is a safe space for all introverts and dreamers looking to realize their dreams of shining online with confidence so they can build a dreamy online business, make an impact in the world, and that ka-ching while being 100% themselves and having fun in the process. And around here, the introvert hangover is of course sold separately. I'm all about empowering you to step into your superpower and become quietly confident online. I'm also about Friends, the TV show, chocolate, milk chocolate, and coffee with cream. And just so you know, quiet people can do amazing things because we totally can. So get ready to feel inspired, learn, laugh out loud, and let's be alone together, have an honest chat about how cool introverts are as we dive into today's episode. Hey friend, welcome back to the She Dreams All Day podcast. I am so excited, thrilled, amazed, grateful that you hit play on today's episode. Because if you are a business owner, if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a coach, if you're a content creator, you are going to walk away with so much freaking value, and I'm not even kidding, from today's episode. Because I am chatting to the amazing Ella from Ella Mazur Creative all about Instagram. Yes, how to hop on and use Instagram to grow your audience, your business, your sales, everything. And not only that, but as an introvert, because Ella, like myself, is a huge introvert. So we talk about how you can utilize Instagram as an introvert in business. So, so good. She shares so many amazing tips. I was blown away. I'm going to be implementing everything that she spoke about in this episode right away. Make sure that you go follow Ella on Instagram so you can get the latest updates, the tips, the advice, everything, and pay attention to the show notes because she's actually offering all of my listeners 50% off her Instagram course. What? That's amazing. That's so nice of her. So Ella is an Instagram coach, Instagram manager, content creator, and founder of Perth-based social media agency, Ella Mazur Creative. She's obsessed with social media, which is no surprise, (laughs) and all things organic marketing. So she helps other business owners grow their brands using Instagram and TikTok. So not only Instagram, we actually talk a little bit about TikTok in this episode as well. So without further ado, cue interview. By the way, I will be the only one supplying bloopers in this episode, as usual, because I'm silly. Ella, 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 welcome to the She Dreams All Day podcast. I am so, so excited to chat with you today. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Yes, me too. I think we can all agree that you are the queen of Instagram. (laughs) I don't know anyone. several. (laughs) (laughs) But you're my queen. You're like my go-to person for Instagram. Because I don't know anyone who has a more dreamy feed than you. Like the beach, the ocean, all the vibes. So I definitely want to get into Instagram and all the things. But before we dive into that, I'd love for you to share who you are, what you do, you know, those classic questions before we get into it. Of course. So I'll tell you a little bit about my story. I am now in my fourth year of business. And 
I feel like it's been a very, very bumpy ride. Of course, I'd say for pretty much every single entrepreneur on the planet, it's it's a pretty bumpy ride. It's a roller coaster. Um, before that, <laughs> yeah. I studied public relations and marketing and fashion design at uni. And while I was at uni, I started my first business, which was a swimwear activewear label called Ella and Jackson. And I started that with my best friend. And it was essentially a place where I could put everything that I've learned into place and to practice and do all the things like PR, all the branding, all the marketing. And that was amazing. Like it, it was so much fun and it did really well for a long time. And as COVID hit, everything started to get more expensive. Everything started to take a lot longer to do. And also I moved cities. So it was just hard. So we were like, oh, maybe we'll pause it for now. So then COVID hit and we were like, oh, we can add that to the resume. Knows when to pause business <laughs> before it's going to go. <laughs> that was good. And, and it's still on hold for now, but I feel like we had a really good run and it, it was a really, it was a hard decision, but it was a good place to leave it. Because I feel like at the moment, it's just such an unstable market and it's so unpredictable, yeah. especially for products. Yeah. So that was first. Like I said, I moved into state. So I live in Perth at the moment, but I moved to Adelaide for a couple of years. And when I was over there, I got a job for quite a large company, helping them with their socials, developing strategies, doing their Instagram, creating content. And I loved it. It was yeah. so much fun. And it was about six months in when I realized that it was actually a very, very toxic workplace. Mm. And one of my good friends who is my, she doesn't know, she's my unofficial life mentor. <laughs> she was like, why don't you do this on your own? You know, you've, you've yeah. done this for your other business. You're doing this for someone else. Why don't you go out on your own and help other businesses with their social media? And I was like, that's not a job. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do that. Like, what do you mean I couldn't do that and it took me a good couple of months and then it took me losing my job to give me the kick up the bum mm. to start my business wow. so it was, it was a journey endings, yeah. <laughs> yeah. such a journey amazing how did you discover that Instagram was going to be your gem because obviously social media it's a lot of things but yeah. how did you fall in love with Instagram I would love to know your your love story yeah. with the gram yeah. <laughs> it definitely started when I started my first business Ella and Jackson and it was just so much fun I feel like when we first started that account six or seven maybe eight years ago gosh it's a long time <laughs> Instagram was easy it was you post a photo you get hundreds of likes you get lots of new followers not much time went into it you'd work with an influencer sales would come in like it there was just there was not a lot of hard work that would go into it because it wasn't a saturated platform yet and I just really loved creating that connection and being able to build something from scratch we built such an incredible community of women that were all obsessed with our product and they were all amazing brand advocates and it was it was just so amazing to watch what a free platform can do for yeah. a small business that was two young girls that were aspiring to be fashion designers and you can use this amazing platform yeah. to speak to your audience it just blew my mind that that was an option I'm getting goosebumps right now I can't explain I feel very emotional today I'm like <laughs> That's so amazing. That's so amazing. And it really is. I feel like Instagram, so many things are happening in the world of the gram. Like there are 
since 2022, I feel like there's been a new update, like every single week. I can't, I can't keep up. And I'm wondering like, how do you, like, what, what should we be doing right now as business yeah. owners and entrepreneurs, coaches help, help us Ella? What, how do we navigate this jungle? Because like, I don't even know, like the engagement is, feels a little bit low now. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Can you shine yeah. a light on this for us? There is engagement is low and I feel like it's across the board. So yeah. if you feel like that and you're like, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. There's mm. so many updates happening. And if you think about it, the way a user uses Instagram at the moment is so different to how they were using it, say, six months ago, even or a year ago. You know, we, we have so many options on the platform. So when someone opens Instagram, they might go to Reels, they might go to Stories, they might go to Feed, they might go to an account, they might go into their DMs, they might go into Shopping. There's literally so many options. So engagement is a little bit lower because we don't use the platform the same. So when you think oh, the, there's a lot of people on at the moment, this is my peak time to post. And I usually post it at this time and I get a good engagement. It, there could be a lot of people on there, but they, they could be doing lots of different other things that they're also not used to doing. Yeah. I just, the algorithm has also changed. Like, yeah. you know, you have your favorites and your following. I feel like people actually forget to go to the favorites because we have so many different options. You know, when favorites first came out, you'd add people like, this is cool. But can you honestly tell me how many times do you? I have never even, I don't even know where the favorites are. Like I, I, I'm so confused. (laughs) Too many options, too many choices. Exactly. Whereas TikTok, there's one, there's one Mm. thing you have one type of content you open the platform that's why tiktok is so good because engage like users have one option they don't have a thousand different options ways to use the platform are you on tiktok are you the tiktok queen as well (laughs) i love yeah I, i love tiktok because i feel like i can just create things and post it straight away without being like oh i already posted today i should wait till tomorrow and i feel like there's less of a strategy on there if you follow yeah. lots of big accounts, some some will be like post three times a day. Some will post mm. once a day. Some will post a few times a week. And then there are other people that are like, just post as you create. I'm like, that's, that's, that's the strategy I'm going with at the moment. Yeah, I have dabbled with TikTok. My experiment or strategy right now is to kind of treat TikTok like Instagram stories. Like when I have a thought, I'll just pop on and say it, or it's more intuitive. Uh, and I yeah. like that, but it's like a lottery. It's like a freaking lottery. Like you never know what's going to work. And so far, nothing's really gone viral, quote unquote viral yeah. on TikTok for me. So it's an exciting platform, but it's also like, yeah, it's, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> I still yeah. have a soft spot for Instagram. I have to say that. I don't Definitely. know why. I just, yeah, it's my favorite platform. It is. It's mine too. Since there's so many different choices and options right now, what should we be focusing on? Is like, are reels still very much a thing? Or like, is that how we can gain more exposure for accounts and grow our following? Is that still, or should we focus on feed content or everything? Mm. Like where should our focus go as business owners? On, on Such a good question. And I feel like it's going to be dependent for every business. So I've worked with clients where we're like, let's just do reels and they don't get the results. Whereas I do that for another client and 
we do a real strategy and it goes off. So Mm. the best advice I can give you is to actually stick to something for about four weeks and maybe do a couple of reels, do some feed posts, do some feed videos, do a mixture of content and really see what gets you the best results and then focus on that. And another thing I can tell you is at the moment, you will never get the same result twice. So you Mm. might do a reel and it's gone amazing. And you're like, great, I'm going to do that again. And then you'll do it again. And then it just (laughs) did not work. And you're like, shit, well, I thought, I thought I was, I thought I knew what I was doing. Like, so the trick is to just always treat it like you're testing because that way you're not going to get upset if you didn't get uh, the result that you were expecting rather be like, I'm testing out this strategy today. I'm testing out this and seeing what kind of result this gets me. And sometimes you'll find that the content that may not have had the best engagement will actually get better conversions, which is really what you're after. Like the views might be less because you're talking to a specific person, but the conversions and maybe the conversations in your DMs will be much higher. Yeah. Cause then it will really resonate. Uh, with that specific person. Love that. Yeah. So in your opinion, and I know like everyone says different things, but as an Instagram expert, how many times should we be posting every week? Should we be posting every day? There are so many accounts that are like, don't think about quality, just pump out the quantity, pump it out like three times a day, every day. And I think the best strategy for you to implement is pick a number that you can be the most consistent with first. Because I think what most business owners struggle with is first just posting because they're like, what the hell do I post? Secondly, they're like, how am I meant to plan my content for two weeks, let alone post three times a day? So really address those things for yourself first, make a plan and be like, if I can stick to three posts per week consistently for a few weeks, then I'm going to increase that and increase it. Like, you know, when you, when you create a new habit, and you stick to it yeah. for a bit and then you can you can increase it. You can do a little bit more. So that's going to be the easiest way for you to start increasing your post without overwhelming yourself and be like, oh my gosh, I have to do two times a day every day. And you do it for two weeks and then you burn yourself out and you yeah. hate Instagram. Yeah, so, you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, my magic number, like what I do is yeah. between three to five posts because I know that I can stick to that and I can still get yeah. results. Per week, right? Not per day. Per week. Not per day. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was another thing that I wanted to ask you was content. Because I love your content. And I know that you have some reels where you share some tips on how to come up with content ideas for Instagram. But I would love it if you could talk a little bit about that, how you or how one can find content ideas for Instagram. And yeah. yeah, maybe what kind of content is better suited for reels versus feed posts? Or can you repurpose everything? Yeah. You can repurpose everything. <laughs> yes. But I'll give you a yeah, a good strategy to start with is what does say let's let's think about July. Like what are your business goals for July? How many clients do you want to get? Are you pushing a specific product or service? Or what is your offer? Do you have a masterclass? Put like think about those key specific things first and then work backwards from there. So that's how you're going to get all your content ideas because if you know what your offer is, you're going to know what those pain points and pleasure points are specifically to do with that offer. And then you can reverse engineer and be like, okay, well, if I'm doing three posts per week, I'm going to do all of them, a mixture of value, connection and promotion to do with that offer so that the messaging is super clear 
and then you can yeah. test to see what kind of results you get to get people into that offer. At the moment, I'm trying to focus more on real content and you can repurpose that. So if you have, say, a value post where you're doing three tips for X, Y, Z, you could do that into a reel. You could pop that onto a graphic. You can put that as a caption under a photo. You can put that yeah. on your stories. You can do that into a live. So then you have one idea and you can just break it up into lots of different types of content because you have to remember that people digest content differently as well. Yeah. It's like channeling your inner DJ and then just like remixing the heck out of your content. That's so good. I love that. I think that's really good to get clear on the goals that you have. I'm going to be honest and say, I never really do that. Like when I'm coming up with ideas for Instagram, I'm just like, what do I want to write about? Like it's, there's no real strategy. So that's really, really good. And something I'm definitely going to implement getting, you know, focusing on those goals, the offers and what I have going on in my business. And then creating the content after that. So that's so Mm -hmm. good. But speaking of selling on Instagram, I feel like this is something that I don't know, it might be just me or my clients that are more introverted. It feels intimidating. It feels a little bit overwhelming to sell on Instagram. How do you do that? Do you sell Mm. on stories? Do you sell on feed? How do you do that so effortlessly? (laughs) I'll, I'll let you know that I'm, I'm a massive introvert as well. I was like, going to ask. I, I hate small talk. If I go into a room. Don't talk to me. No, don't talk to me. And you know, it's actually, it's actually such a huge benefit for me if I'm coming there to work and be the social media manager and capture content because I'm like, I'm working. So yeah, <laughs> I don't need to talk to anyone. <laughs> oh, so but so selling, I tend to do most of that on stories, but also when you're creating any sort of content, you can literally turn any post into a sales post if you have the right call to action. So it could be a high value post with tips and tricks and then be like, and by the way, if you want more of this, then X, Y, Z. So yeah, you can have any single post that you post on your feed to the grid as a sales post if you just change the call to action. But I love doing it on stories because I feel like that's when you're going to get the best conversions. And the easiest way to do that is one, practice. It's, it can be hard just talking to the camera. I started off with having notes and then yeah. I, I have to do it with no one around. The more you do it, the easier it Yeah, gets. I can't do it in public. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a hard time recording stories outside and in public. Like that's something I'm working on. So I'm like, I can't sell in public or like I have to be uh, at home in my own safe space to be able to do that. Yeah, I have to be by myself can be in public alone (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) but the like you you have a good structure like like I said with the say with the value post so you have your hook your tips and then your call to action will be a sales call to action and you just do the same thing for stories so you'll say hey do you have this problem and then you'll say do you want some tips around this and then you have one two three and do you feel like you want more of this do you do you are you still struggling with this do you want more info and then you can use the poll stickers. Like, yes. <laughs> you can use the poll stickers. Then whoever wants more info yeah. or whoever is struggling with this and you, they click on that, you can slide into their DMs and start that conversation. Oh. It's much easier because Instagram is all about having a community and building connections. So that all happens mm. in the DMs. Yeah, that's so good. 
the pull feature. I've never really used it for selling. So that's such a good idea. It makes it a lot less scary. Mm. And then you can, you know, just have a, a conversation with them in the DMs. Yeah. So good. And then also I think, is it because selling on stories, is that better? Because there's only a certain amount of people who watch your stories. It's probably the people who engage most with your content anyway. And so they're more quote unquote hot I don't like to say, you know, warm leads, hot leads. That's such an unsexy term, like such a bro marketing term. But uh, I assume that's also the case. Like those are the people who are watching your stories anyway and more likely to convert into customers. That's right. Your feed posts are what's going to reach new people and reach a new audience. Your stories are speaking to the people that are already there. And like you said, they choose to watch your stories. So they have selected your little icon. That's why stories are a great place to sell. And also they last 24 hours. So it's a great place to test out different ideas because it's going to disappear. Yes. Doesn't really matter anyway. You can just practice and experiment. We have to talk about the elephant in the room though. (laughs) Hashtags. (laughs) Hate hashtags. (laughs) Hashtag. I know. Do you use hashtags? Do you find them helpful? Like I hate them. Mm. I literally hate them. I wish I, I think they look spammy and I just, I use them because I don't know. I honestly don't know why I use them because are, do they work? Like, so that's my question. Should we be utilizing hashtags? And yeah. Firstly, (laughs) I, I also hate hashtags. I, yeah, a hashtag strategy is the bane of my existence, but they do work. Ugh. They're not the be all and end all of your strategy though. They're not like, if you don't have hashtags and your post didn't do as well, it's, it's literally, it's probably actually going to do the same in yeah. terms of okay. reach. <laughs> they used to have a much more effective result, but what is happening with hashtags at the moment is they're being used like search engine optimization for your posts. So that's why Instagram have said to use five hashtags that are super clear and specific uh, under the post in the caption on what it's about so that when somebody wants to find whatever it is that that post is about, if you have actually labeled that as a hashtag, it's much easier for someone to find it. How many hashtags should we be using? Is it still 30 or is it five to seven? I've seen so many different strategies or tips when it comes to hashtags so many people I feel like every single social media manager will tell you something different yeah and every single social media expert you follow they'll be like do this or do this and you're like I just want one clear consistent answer yes please (laughs) Instagram officially says five okay but you can still add all 30 hashtags like they've said five yes but if you have 30 they're still all going to work Okay. Yeah. So again, a really good uh, thing to test out is to put different number of hashtags on each post and see which one performed better. Yeah. That's what we do for our clients as well. So we, we might test some without hashtags just to see what the performance is like versus some with 30 or 10 or five. And we'll, we'll do a good ratio of testing over a few weeks to see what is the most effective strategy. And again, that's going to be different per person. That's her business. Yeah. I kind of figured. Because everyone uses different hashtags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's hashtags are different. So I can't yeah. be like use five and you'll get these results because the hashtags you use, the hashtags I use are different. Yeah. And then when using hashtags, I don't want to talk too much about hashtags because we both hate them. But <laughs> but when, you know, how do you find hashtags that work for you? I it's gonna be different for everyone, but I guess is it just thinking about the person you want to reach? and what they would be searching mm-hmm. for or following? 
Is yeah. that the simple yeah. answer? That is, that's the best way to answer it. So what are the key words that they're going to be using to try to find you or your offer or what that post is about? And the yeah. best way to have your strategy is to talk about in the hashtags what the post is about. Yeah. So there's yeah. no point just copy and pasting the same hashtags on every post because every post is different. I do that. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> I copy Unless paste. you're talking about the same thing every single post. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. I need to up my hashtag game, but I just like, I can't be bothered because mm. I don't like them. You might have like a few core ones that you might use consistently and then yeah. make sure that you add in some that are relevant to whatever it is that post is about. Do you use them for Instagram stories as well? That used to be a massive strategy, but yeah. I, I'm, I feel like hashtags and stories just don't work. Yeah, I, how would people find? I don't understand. There's so much There's, that I don't. They used to be. They used oh. to be story hashtags. So they used to be like you click on the hashtag and it would have like its own little story. Oh. But I'm pretty sure that's not a thing anymore. No, I haven't seen a lot of people do that either. Yeah. But, I, but I see that we can add like one hashtag to a story. And I'm just like wondering if that's something that we should be doing. But yeah. <laughs> If you forget, it's not going to be the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but since we have established that we're both huge introverts and you are so consistent on Instagram, you show up on stories daily, what would be your number one tip or several tips if you have them for an introvert in business who is struggling to show up on specifically Instagram stories? Cause that's like the scary mm. part, like talking to the camera, yeah and showing your face and all of that. Uh, I know in the beginning, yeah. I struggled a lot with this. Like I would have scripts, I would like re-record a million times and it was, yeah, not fun in the beginning, but I would love it if you could share some tips and also for reels. That's also yeah. like the dancing, the pointing, the th all the things. Mm -hmm. How I started on stories. First, we had Snapchat. So I was yeah. using that a lot and my best friend and I that ran this business, I wouldn't say she's introverted, but she it wouldn't be natural for us both to be speaking to the camera. So we'd both like psych each other up and be like, okay, ready. We're going to start talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, then eventually that happened on stories as well. And then when I started this business, it took me a little while to get into it because when I was working in corporate, I would literally watch people like me and be like, oh my God, I could never do that. Cringe. Mm, like yeah. <laughs> I'd get embarrassed at watching it. And it's because I, I felt like I couldn't do it. So I started off small and because I moved over to Adelaide, I would share things that like I might be missing home or I might just, I was just sharing more parts of my life because a lot of my friends and family back home were missing me. Yeah. So I started getting messages from them saying, oh, it's so nice to hear your voice. It's so nice to see you. Like we miss you. And I was like, oh, okay, well maybe I'll do this a bit more because that's how I'm going to stay connected with everyone on the West coast. Yeah. So it was slow. Like I would definitely do more stories without me talking at first and then I was like, oh, well, I, I watch people like Steph Claire Smith. I'm like, well, if she can just hold her phone and camera while she's on a walk with the dog and just talk and like, why can't I do that? <laughs> oh. And I feel like actually moving to another city where I didn't know anyone helped me a lot because I was like, well, stuff it. I'm outside. I don't know anyone. Yeah. What it's like, like, who cares what they think? I literally so don't know anyone. So your advice is to move. To yeah, move cities and you'll be fine. <laughs> no. But there's obviously a lot of people that 
they really get in your head and you you'll really be concerned about well what does this person think and I can't show up because they're going to judge me or all those thoughts that you have and you can mute those people you don't have to have them watching your stories and in the beginning you you might even want to have close friends on and just post yeah. stories to close friends just so that you get in the rhythm and practice it because your close friends should support you and if they don't then remove them from close friends. yes exactly that's such a good idea I haven't heard anyone recommend that as like a tip I've I've read a lot of tips for how to show up on stories <laughs> and how to like gain confidence and that's that's really good that's mm. such a good idea yeah if you have your little hype crew and then people are applying yeah. and they're like yes keep going do this do that and you're like oh, I will thank you <laughs> yes. so what about reels what about the dancing and pointing do we need to be dancing and pointing for the reels to blow up <laughs> to, to start with I think you have to do what you're comfortable with and you're already getting out of your comfort zone by doing them so that's already yeah. one step and if you're trying to do all the things you're just gonna be like I can't get this right and I hate it and I'm not gonna keep trying so I would start really simple and if yeah. you're getting used to talking to camera then why don't you do some where you're talking and actually do like actual talking reels with some music or you can have a trending song and you can just yeah. have text over it or you can do a voiceover. But you, um, I don't know if you've seen that at the moment, it's all about original audio. So if you can do oh. ones that aren't specifically trending all the time, then one, they're going to be more authentic to you because you feel like yourself doing them. You're not trying to be someone else because it's a trend. And two, you're probably yeah. going to get better engagement. Oh, I didn't know that original audio was a thing. That's so good. Do we have to talk on <laughs> all the reels for it to be original or like? It can be your own sound. Oh, okay. How, yeah. how do you do that? Or like? You could have a, so you can export from another video in reels. Oh, yeah. There's a new feature that yeah. says export. So if you have a video saved oh. to your phone, that might have a song in it. Or you could use another song within reels. Yeah. You don't have to be talking. Okay, good. I feel like this is like Instagram for dummies right now. I'm like, what? how do you do that? That's so good. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. So, so helpful for me and anyone listening in. Uh, I know they're going to get a lot of value from this episode, but Ella, what do you have going on in your world right now? And where can people go to find out more about you? I'm assuming it's Instagram, but yeah. who knows? Maybe you have another platform. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would love to offer whoever's listening a 50% off code for my Instagram for business course. So that oh, will hey, give you awesome. all the Instagram tips and tricks. It will wow, tell you exactly it. how to do all the things. So I, I can give you that to put in the show notes if you want. Otherwise, you can Amazing. find me yes. on Instagram at Elements or Creative and Ella is with one L. Nice. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Yay. Okay. <laughs> I just answered my own question. It, it, like it wouldn't. She shares. Uh, just like she shares so many. <clears throat> oh my God. Uh, oh, sorry, Ella. I just have to pull in the, the charger. It's like, make sure that you go fell. Uh, so, so Ella is. Blah.